0: Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you this Garage Logic podcast best of. I'd give you the uh, record temperatures, but I'm out, of the, I'm out of the room today. And those record temperatures, of course, are brought to you by Aquaside, keeping your beach free of weeds. Hi there. Good afternoon. How are you? Let me tell you, no, seriously. I'm look with at you. Me, no, I'm with you. No, look at me. And, no, I'm deadly serious because yes. of what I told you upstairs. Yes. I want that to be serious. <clears throat> oh. Very much so. Don't test me today. No. Uh, uh, Miles Crawford writes, What's the difference between the Baghdad blast walls and St. Paul light rail construction? What's the difference? Nothing. They both disrupt traffic, damage the sewage systems and sidewalks, and paralyze businesses.
1: <laughs> 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 whoa! Oh, oh. Oh, whoa! Look out. Oh. Hello,
2: Friday. Oh, <laughs>
1: Oh, you want me to be serious after after
0: that Did open? anyone see the uh, Aurora Borealis last night? I missed it. Damn it, I forgot. I completely spaced. Apparently it was wonderful, huh? Because of a solar storm, the uh, northern lights could be visible across parts of the northern USA. Oh, and tonight. Oh, sweet. Maybe I'll remember.
1: You won't remember, but I will. We're going to
0: have to stay up late then. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Friday. It's not a school night. Maybe at an establishment. Mm-hmm. See well, it on the way home. no, then. Yeah. Driveway. No. We right in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Looking outside the garage. Funny, I never drove a bus before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we have uh, light pollution that the dark people are trying to save us from, but we have light pollution in the metro area, so you'd have to go out. You have to. Well, Chris lives way out. Maybe he'll see it. Yeah, usually mm-hmm. I can see it out in Chanhassen. But I live in the sustainable urban core next to the country's tallest buildings where politics are most likely to be of the leftist variety. You have light pollution. Yeah. Okay, I got a take on uh, what's happening mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. And I've been thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And I, I've come up with something. And I can't poke a hole in my theory.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let me first read you an email from uh, Don Berry, who writes, Joe, I share your concern regarding public employees. There is so much to say but little time. I am a state employee myself. I have not had a raise in two years. Last contract in 08, Uh there was no wage increase given. I would take it, though, that he did not get a cut it just did not have a wage increase, right? I found that hard to understand. I expected pay cuts. I expected furloughs, but they never transpired. I think it was a battle the state did not want to fight. Public employees are not the whole problem, but we should expect to be part of the solution, whether it be pay cuts, furloughs, or layoffs. We cannot be immune. I'm in a union, uh, not much of one, but it is a union. The main union asked me, which I am not part of, Makes me sick with their tax the rich mantra. Go to AFSME's website sometime. It's just full of uh, especially strong items like the wealthy are not taxed enough. My family comes from a line of union membership, but I'm an odd duck. I don't like them. And uh, I got many, many emails from state employees, both in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Uh, good souls like this fellow who I would say is a good man not because he doesn't like unions he's not a good man because he doesn't like unions he's a good man whether he knows it or not because he's resisting the mystery and my take on what's happening in Madison might be the clearest example yet of what truly is the mystery and I don't I hope people understand, and I think most listeners do, that when I deliver my theory now, it is not an indictment of any public employee, any specific public employee. There are our friends, our neighbors, uh, we know them. This is not what I'm about to say, or what I'm about to deliver, is not an indictment against the public union members. Is that understood? Uh, particularly you euphorians who love to listen but can't admit it to your friends I want you to understand that now I say it's the mystery what have we always defined the mystery as the mystery is an attempt the short-form version of the mystery is the mystery is an attempt to bring about a different kind of America one that we don't recognize right one that is not representative of the history the convention uh, the rules the regulations the rituals that we all have understood, right, so Correct. far, so good, yes, <clears throat> so I got to thinking why would why would the protests uh, border on almost hysteria what what is it that's and i I would submit to you too, there are some professional rabble rousers in there, the president's own uh team has moved in to gin things up. I didn't know it was the president's job to get involved in a state matter like this, but he has. I think there are some teachers there and some public employees who are protesting, but I also think there are a lot of, a lot of people who are protesting because they do so professionally and they are, they are truly the ones who are attempting to bring about the mystery. Okay, what, what do I mean? I don't begrudge whatever a public employee makes, right? Right. I don't begrudge whatever vacation or holiday a public employee gets. We all get that. Right. We all get a salary. We all get holidays and vacation. Mm -hmm. I don't begrudge the health benefits. We all, to some extent get some help in that, not self-employed people. They're paying for it out of right. their own pocket. I do think that it's an extraordinary benefit they get. I I I don't even begrudge that they have apparently a very good pension system, although I certainly think they should pay more for it. And that's all Walker's asking for in Wisconsin. He's asking them to go from zero contribution to five point something percent. I think that should be done. But does anybody really resent any of that?
1: Do you? Do I resent? Do you, any you, let's of say your
0: neighbor no. is a uh, an accountant with the State Department of Finance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you resent what he or she makes? No. Do you resent that he or she gets uh, however many weeks of vacation they get? Nope. Do you resent their salary? I said salary. Do you resent their uh, their uh, benefits package? No. Do you resent their uh, pension situation? No then what is it that's being protested? What is it that rubs me, if not all GLers, what is it that rubs us the wrong way about this now three-day standoff in the rotunda (laughs) of the Wisconsin state capitol with moveon.org types involved, uh, the president's moving forward team having camped... uh, Having decamped and set up shop there, what what is it that rubs us the wrong way about that? I think it's the mystery. And how so? How
1: are you plugging in the mystery to this?
0: And again, this is not an indictment of any specific public employee. I think it's the system that has happened to embrace them. I think what rubs us the wrong way is that they seem to be living in the America of the mystery. I think they are living in a different America. What I mean is the following. Part of the American dynamic has always been you're pretty much responsible for your own well-being. Pretty much so. That if you're in the private economy, you face daily doubts and anxieties. They can be fleeting. You can be in the private economy and be, and, and be very accomplished at what you do and your doubts and anxieties can be very fleeting, but they're there. The public employee unions seem to reflect the idea that they should be safeguarded from those doubts and anxieties that the that among that among the provisions they have earned by virtue of their union membership is an intangible one and that intangible one is the one that rubs us on the outside looking in the wrong way they quite literally are protected from the doubts in the most part not in all cases but they are protected from the doubts and anxieties and ups and downs that affect people in the private economy I'm not saying they're not good at what they do I'm not saying that they're that they're not your good friend I'm not saying that they're not your good neighbor but I'm saying that when they get out of bed in the morning and they go to work they are shielded from almost a competitive the competitive aspect of the American dynamic and that's the mystery and again I'm not indicting I got to keep saying that cuz so many uh, euphorians listen What I mean when they're shielded from the competitive aspect of the American dynamic, what I mean is,
1: uh, they're protected. They're not looking over their shoulder, wondering if there's going to be a pink slip in their. And box. and and
0: they, they've become entitled to the point where I don't even know how it could have gotten to this point, but. Why in God's name shouldn't they contribute to their own pension? Why shouldn't they contribute to their own uh, health benefits? Why shouldn't they uh, suffer the fluctuations uh, with their salaries? Why shouldn't they uh, be uh, as easily fired as somebody in the private economy? Why should they be able to retire uh, earlier than people in the private economy? Taken individually, we don't resent any of that. By we, I mean, I guess, people in the private economy. What I find that is able to be resented is the idea that they are immune by virtue of their union protections, which they don't even need because it's redundant. They have civil service laws. They are immune from the same. They are immune from suffering the ups and downs, the anxieties, the doubts, and the downfalls. Of people in the private economy and that's that's the mystery that that's not live that is it that is the different America that has been brought about and I I guess I'll go black helicopter on you and I believe that we're led now by a fellow who wants to bring about that America I, I think it's wrong I don't know where we're supposed to come up with the money to fund it but I think the America of the mystery is an America in which you do not suffer the slings and arrows of competitiveness that you that we're, we 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 would be pretty much all the same we would be pretty much all guaranteed a, a a what a roof a meal and a and a job and and i i that to me is not how I was raised that's to me is not how I look at at what America is and has been and uh, I think when you see the intensity the, the almost hysterical nature. By the way, it's the same crowd that called for civility after the shooting out in Arizona. They're calling this guy Hitler. They're drawing pictures of him as Husar, uh, Hosni Mubarak. They're, it's just, it's, it's it's horrid. And I got to thinking to myself today, this can't be. This What they're trying to protect, what they're trying to protect is that extraordinary advantage they have over people in the private economy and that is they are shielded they are shielded from the normal doubts and anxieties that that affect people who either work for themselves or work for a company or work in some capacity in the private economy I'm not saying they're not good people I'm not saying they're not good at what they do I'm not saying they're not loyal friends and good neighbors no they're great people but they have, they, have, they have entered this womb-like protection that none of us can possibly enjoy. Or I, You know what? I don't even want to. I wouldn't even want to enjoy that. It's the doubts and anxieties and the ups and downs that keep you going, that keep you retooled, that keep you reinventing, that keep you entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial, that keep you motivated, mm-hmm. right? I hope this has all made sense, and I hope it was delivered in a civil fashion.
1: <laughs> yes, if I can grasp it, I think everybody else. I can. know
0: that's always my litmus test. <laughs> Thank you. If I you think... get it, <laughs> if you get it, then I've succeeded.
1: If my ears are smoking, then nobody's gonna... right.
0: And your ears aren't smoking, are they? <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, Chicago Windler's Channel Five weather is next. You know, we've been talking a lot lately about back in the day, it seemed we only swam on one side of the dock because the other side of the dock was considered crab land, no man's land, too full of weeds. But now with Aquacide products... Use Aquaside products on both sides of the dock and expand the swimming area. Aquaside has been helping people maintain Great Lake shores for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that will take care of anything from weeds to algae. The products are easy to use; they work right away. Aquaside is registered with both the EPA and DNR, and their products are completely safe for your family, the lake, the fish. So don't let these kids get tangled up in weeds all summer. Call Aquaside today. They'll identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. You don't need a permit. Shipping is free. And as I say, fan these pellets out there and watch them go to work right away. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350, 1-800-328-9350, or go to Aquaside.com and get a weed-free swimming beach for you and your family. Chicago. Chicago will join us again around the uh, 450 mark. Jim, go ahead, please.
3: Hi, Joe. Hail a flashlight king. Hail you. Hey, a long time listener, first time caller. Wonderful. I'm a public employee.
0: Yes, that, sir. yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir.
3: I think I can poke some holes in your theory. Okay. Um, the thing I admire about you is I always found you open-minded. But this, uh, here's where we're different in the public sector. All right. We can never charge a profit for our services. Not only that, our services are dictated by law what we have to provide. Say in education for example, we don't get to pick our students and say, "You know, we're going to have, a, you know, we have IEP kids, we have services that we have to provide." In my district, we had to spend $62,000 a year on a single student mm-hmm. who never set foot in our building even once
1: right. because they were in a
3: maximum security Detention center, but parents living in our district, we you know we have to pay that. That's law, so we don't get to to charge a profit, and that changes everything.
0: Well, go back to the go. Help me understand what you mean by you don't get to charge a profit.
3: We don't get to charge. Uh, we don't get paid for what it costs to provide the service. We never get to streamline our operation and say you know like a private school. You were saying last week. Well,
0: don't, you find, that, don't you find that ironic? Uh, it, you're almost making a case against yourself.
3: Well, no, that's – see, here's the other part of the, the second half of that equation is uh, because we can't, you know, operate, you know, streamline what we do. If you're a business owner you, you know, and you're bidding on a construction job, site, so you bid so you make money. Otherwise, you wouldn't take that job you wouldn't bid on it
0: you know if you keep talking like this you're gonna solve something you're you're almost you sound to me like you're you're frustrated well I'm
3: extremely frustrated uh, well then answer uh, me this question but uh, here's here's the part too uh, you know we can't so it, it costs the public more to do things sometimes that's that's a fact but we also record provide this
0: call services
3: Re- to a sector of the public that private industry doesn't because it's non-profitable for private sector to do it. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Does that make sense? Well,
0: but that's what the government does. The government isn't a for-profit entity.
3: Correct. You know, that's absolutely correct. And, and, you know, when you, you know, but see, when you're working for profit, the government's not mandating by law what your charges of of your business are. I mean, there's regulation, of course, but... um,
0: No, the market determines that.
3: Right, and we don't get to operate within the parameters of the market by law as a public sector. Right. You can't be competitive with your bids to plow roads or or whatever.
0: I've never heard a better—I've never heard—wait, Jim, I've never heard a public employee make a better case for reform than you have in the last two minutes, and I mean that seriously.
3: Well, and then here's the other part, though, that's not being considered with public employees— uh, you know the the salaries we make is just a tiny fraction of the tax dollars that are spent on on work being done in Minnesota. Right. Most of the work, most of the money goes to contract private business, small business. You know they they contract for electrical.
0: Jim, I'm I'm way behind the clock. I understand. I
1: really appreciated your call.
3: Oh, okay, thanks. Thank I'll, you. Uh, talk
0: to you later. All right, thank you. Garage Logic will be back.
1: You see them all the time outside in alleyways, leaning against houses looking run down and forlorn. When there seems to be little hope left, they are impounded. This is where you can help. By making a small tax-deductible donation to the Lawnmower Society of Gumption County, you can make a positive difference in the mechanical performance and well-being of these still-useful machines until they can find caring homes. Mowers at the Lawnmower Society suffer from problems like clogged carburetors, dull blades, rock damage, and unchanged oil. By making a simple donation to the Lawnmower Society of Gumption County, you will be ensuring that they receive the mechanical care and degreaser they need. You can help a lawnmower go from this to this. To make a donation or to adopt one of the dozens of mowers at the Gumption County Lawnmower Society, go to lsgc.org, the Lawnmower Society of Garage Logic, operated by Mr. Unbelievable, and let them mow. Mow like the wind again. GLers,
0: be sure to get to Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. It's the height of summer right now. It's the height of the grilling season, and there's no better place for brats Then Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Right now, Spencer Grunhofer is doing slider patties, including bacon and cheddar, cheese curd, regular and a brat patty. Rookie burger and ribeye burger in combo packs now. New lasagna brat, incredible chicken brats, jerky, bacon, double smoked ham. They'll cut that bacon any way you want it, by the way. Buffalo and elk patties, flat iron skirt and hanger steak, beef short ribs, sliced jerky meat to make your own jerky. But best of all, for all of these picnics during the week of the 4th of July, choose for more than 130 flavors of brats. It is absolutely a brat palace. These are Pork brats—you don't boil these. You get out there on the grill, and you have your own brat bracket. Uh, beef brats too, chicken brats. As, as I say, the 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 jerky, the beef jerky, the chicken jerky, whatever you want—it's unimaginable. The flower, uh, the flavors keep changing every day. Uh, Spencer uh, Grunhofer is a professional meat cutter. You'll enjoy talking to him. Everyone in the shop knows how to help you. Uh, Spencer Grunhofer. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats.com. Live from the seat of Gumption County, Minnesota, here's Joe Suchere. Thank you. Take that orchestra down. Dave, go ahead, please.
2: Hey, Joe. Thanks. Uh, I've never held so long to make a comment. Um, First of all, that guy's argument was tautological. What the government can... uh, can't make a project profit on these projects because government isn't allowed to make a profit, huh?
0: I, I didn't. Uh, I, I yeah. think Jim was making a great case for reform.
2: Yeah. Let me give you some background on me. I've been self-employed for 12 years. That means it's been 12 years since I've had a regular paycheck. Mm-hmm. My monthly health insurance? Yep. Uh, it ain't a 1000 It's only $50 less. Mm-hmm. It's me, the wife, two kids, nine fifty a month, mm-hmm. with a high deductible, folks. Mm-hmm. It's not like I got some big, pro- some fabulous uh, plan. Mm-hmm. I, and before I get any money back on my insurance, my outlay is about fourteen thousand dollars a year. Right. Which means I'm I'm paying premiums and and a deductible of about fourteen grand before insurance covers anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, now here I'm going to take your point one layer deeper. Yes, these people, I shouldn't say these people, government employees or however you want to, you know, government union folks, the reason that they are able to be shielded is because the rest of us are not. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I will. The fact that I'm out here along with the vast majority of everybody else. Live in the ups and downs, and if you're self-employed, man, it is a lot of up and down, and it is a lot of sleepless nights.
0: No, I got people very, very close to me who are self-employed, and I watch yeah. what happens.
2: You, uh, you, man, it it takes a toll. Mm-hmm. It takes a toll, and there is no security. So
0: no, and the, the, but that's the, the, the American dynamic. There is not. Su- there is not no. supposed to be.
2: I agree. Right. I agree. But so the very The very fact that these folks have that security is made possible by us who do not have that security.
0: I understand. Thank you. All right. I don't want us, I personally will not and do not care to be at odds with public employees. No. That's not going to get us anywhere. Correct. Because I am not at odds with public employees. But what we are reacting to in Madison, and it's visceral, it is not reasonable that a significant percentage of the American workforce not participate in what right now is this country's greatest challenge and that is returning to solvency it is not reasonable to be to expect an ongoing protection That shields that significant percentage of the workforce from whatever it takes to help this country get back to solvency it's the country we should be worried about in the case of Wisconsin it's the state of Wisconsin the governor is going to worry about it's coming here it'll come to Minnesota it'll come to California it'll come to all the states because for too long, in order to create this shielded workforce, too much money has been committed. It is not the sole reason, not by a long shot, that this country is insolvent. But it's an important dynamic that needs to be adjusted. Just like the guy who's the self-employed guy uh, just got off the phone. He's had his ups and downs for 12 years making adjustments, and the time has come where people have to stand up like Walker in Wisconsin and say, look, if we do this, we're not only going to save money, we're not even going to lay anybody off. I don't think what he is asking is at all unreasonable. Back in a moment. At EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, it's right downtown Forest Lake. You can't miss it. In fact, a lot of people who go to Grunhoffers drive uh, north on 61, another five miles, and they're right at the front door of EcoFun Motorsports. I got my Bintelli electric assist bike at EcoFun Motorsports. They have a full line of Yamaha motorcycle products, and they uh, specialize in quality, affordable scooters, mopeds, youth ATVs, youth snowmobiles, all of the equipment and the service that you want. EcoFun sells Bintelli e-bikes. i got a bronze-colored one. I've been riding it. You can pedal it on your own or use the motor assist, or you can use the thumb control and cruise up to 20 miles an hour with no effort at all. Stop in, take a test ride. You are going to love these electric assist bikes. And at EcoFund, you'll discover there's no other store in Minnesota that offers an on-the-floor display of electric assist bikes that compares to what you will find at EcoFun. And at EcoFund you're not paying the crazy prices they charge for e-bikes at the shops that exclusively sell bicycles. This is a store that sells fun. See it for yourself. Take that short drive to Forest Lake and check out EcoFun Motorsports or learn more at EcoFunMotorsports.com.
2: Taking garage logic to the nation, here's Joe Suchere.
1: This magic moment where are you coming
0: up with this stuff? So so take it down. Debbie.
4: Yes, hi Joe. Hi. Um the mystery is quite clear when that man two callers ago started talking. When you watch the people on T V boycotting and protesting, all you can all you can take away from that is they're absolutely clueless as to how the real world real world works. They just They keep saying, well, we work hard, as if everybody else doesn't. Mm -hmm. They have no clue that their company is not going to go bankrupt. They're just going to keep asking more from the great pocketbook in the sky or something.
0: Yeah, the government can't go out of business, which makes the the whole idea of collective bargaining ridiculous.
4: Absolutely. And out here, at least, at least with the teachers' um, unions, it's legalized extortion when they have that deal that you have to finish your negotiations by January whatever or else the school gets fined not you know they don't share that fine with the union so the union can just sit there and say okay we're just going to sit here until after January and you can start paying a lot of money and all these school districts have no extra money so they're okay what are we going to do mm-hmm. two years ago when half of the contracts were coming up and people all over including professionals Everywhere, we're taking 5 and 10% cuts. Look at how many of them actually got 3% raises for, you know, each year for their two-year contracts. Right. All right. Pretty many of them.
0: All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Uh, I don't want to, we don't bash teachers here either. Uh, what did I read today? I have to uh, read it to you.
1: What? From uh,
0: this is from uh, Rich Lowry writing in the National Review early in the 20th century Wisconsin was the self-conscious vanguard of progressivism in keeping with this role in 1959 it became the first state to allow collective bargaining for public employees it was one of the first states to have a statewide teachers union Christian Schneider of the Wisconsin Policy Research Institute notes that an acrimonious teacher strike in the tiny town of Hortonville in 1974 radicalized the union and won more liberal collective bargaining rules for public employees. After Hortonville, according to Schneider, teacher pay and benefits and education spending all markedly increased. These trends have been basically immune to economic conditions. In the latest recession, public sector employment in the state increased while private sector employment shrank. In the current straits, Governor Walker wants to halt the inexorable upward climb. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm not ripping teachers. What I'm saying is what, um, what, uh, what America thinks when they look at Madison is it is not reasonable. Let's just call it half. I don't know what the... It's probably about half. It's not reasonable that half of America's workforce is shielded From the ups and downs that the other half is shielded from and I guess the answer would be then so if 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 public employment uh, could somehow be reinvented so that public employees are also sharing in the American dynamic of we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and if you don't like that then I guess the answer would be don't work for the government there's plenty of people walking around with master's degrees dying to get a teacher's job. It's not like we'd be short of teachers and i I love teachers and I believe children can get an excellent education at a public school. But as a side note, do you know what else we're discovering uh, mm. in the rotunda of the Wisconsin state Capitol? We really now know, we know now what is meant by we need to spend more on the schools. I think it's, Terribly clear to people, uh, what 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 is meant by that. That's why Governor Dayton so obediently said yes, and I'll spend more on education because he's acquiescing to a union that fully expects to get more for education, uh, and not all of which uh, apparently gets transferred to the classroom. Dolores. Yes. Hi.
5: Hello there. I'm listening with interest to your conversation, and I don't have, at this point, a strong opinion. I'm not going to argue with you. All right. <laughs> but I, um, I am sitting here with a broken hip from having fallen on the ice, and I have nothing better to do than than cogitate on some of these things. All right. And um, one thing that—I'm 83. Right. One thing that sticks in my craw, as we old-timers used to say— is the fact that our legislators, our congressmen, get their health insurance paid for them by us. Mm-hmm. They get pensions after they're no longer, as, as I understand it, maybe I'm wrong, after they're no longer serving. Right. And I'm thinking, I think it would be much better if they had to pay their own way like the rest of us do, and they could then um, sort of identify with how we're feeling
0: I think you're absolutely
3: correct.
5: And I'm also upset with the people who are objecting to the higher-paid people, the $150,000, $250,000 income earners, uh, you know, objecting to be having their taxes raised. Those of us, and I'm one of them, whose income is about $33,000 a year, we don't like to pay it either. Mm-hmm. But we, when we get all done paying it, we have so little a little left
0: mm-hmm.
5: and we're stuck there
0: well ma'am thank you very much i'm glad you're cogitating i am and i hope you recover from the bad hip
5: and i, I also am hurting a little so i bet you are right.
0: well maybe you're getting better if it's hurting <laughs> maybe all right thank, thank you. you thank you Bye. you're going to have to tell me when you would like me to uh, talk next to chicago all right we'll uh, be back uh, shortly please stay tuned
3: Are you ready for a different point of view? Say, this is Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. I'm here, as always, to answer your questions on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what you should be doing with your retirement dollars. But, of course, you do have to give me a call at 952-925-5608. With much market volatility on the horizon, you're going to need some help. So give me a call at 952-925-5608. You always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice from me. Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold. I'm here to help you personally set your portfolio to deal with this upcoming volatility. So make a point to give me a call for a no cost, no obligation, 48 minute review at 952 925 5608. Investment
1: Advisor Services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.
0: Earlier I said, there might be a teacher or a secretary that goes down to Madison, but I said a lot of those protesters might be professionally uh, motivated or Mm -hmm. organized. This is from the Washington Post. Obama accused Scott Walker, the state's new Republican governor, of unleashing an assault on unions and pushing emergency legislation that would change future collective bargaining agreements that affect most public employees, including teachers. The president's political machine worked in close coordination yesterday with state and national union officials to get thousands of protesters to gather in Madison and to plan similar demonstrations in other state capitals. So I I didn't want you to think that was coming from an evil right-wing talk show host. The White House political operation, Organizing for America got involved Monday after Democratic National Committee Chairman Timothy M. Kane, a former Virginia governor, spoke to union leaders in Madison, a party official said. The group made phone calls, distributed messages via Twitter and Facebook, and sent emails to state and national lists to try to build crowds for rallies Wednesday and Thursday, a party official said. That's from a long piece in the Washington Post. I've taken no paragraph out of context. Jim, go ahead, please.
2: Hi, uh, I'm a uh, 25 year employee of the University of Minnesota. Yes, sir. I just want to give you my perspective uh, as far as public employees and you employees. Um,
0: I have one minute, Jim. Try to do it in one minute.
2: Well, basically, we're not shielding. We suffer the exact same uh, insecurities of private employees. I mean, we've had uh, seven pay freezes, we've had increases in what we contribute towards our benefits. Um, when I leave the university, I have to pay 100% of my health care. Our benefit package is no better than any other large corporation in Minnesota.
0: How many pay cuts have you had?
2: Uh, we This year was the first year we had a what I would consider a pay cut. We had a three-day unpaid furlough. All right. We've uh, had
0: many of those at the St. Paul Pioneer Press, for example.
2: Yeah, but during times when private employees were getting double-digit pay raises at the university, we were getting single digits. So when times were good, we, we were always, our raises were always typically below the typical private right. sector employee. All
0: right. Jim, thank you. Okay. Thank you.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: This hour really flew by.
1: Can we add some more minutes to this hour? Or Could you add another
0: 160? hour to this hour? It's not Smell Radio, Joe. Oh. Because we have to move on I got to update you on Betty. Let's go. And some other stuff. Yeah, we got some news to get to here. You're listening to the home of sports talk. I
1: wonder if there's a scramble today. I mm-hmm. hope so.
0: 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 24. Well, I say I hope so. Mm-hmm. We cannot scramble. It's the GLers. Yeah, we have to sit here and Who work. are anticipating the scramble. Mm-hmm. Stay-
2: it's summertime, GLers. Time to hit the lake on your brand new BRP Sea doo Personal Watercraft. Towsley Motorsports would like to introduce the new Sea-Doo Fish Pro for 2019. So cool, the world's first watercraft built for fishing. The first personal watercraft with a trolling mode, a revolutionary stabilized hull, lots of storage, seating for up to three people, and so much more. Along with the Sea-Doo Fish Pro, Towsley Motorsports has watercraft for all kinds of lake goers, from the Sea-Doo Spark Tricks to the ever-popular GTI 90. BRP Sea-Doo Watercraft, perfect for everything from a short rip around the lake to a full day of family fun. Towsley Motorsports is conveniently located in White Bear Lake on the corner of County E and Highway 61. Towsley Motorsports, selling fun since 71.
4: This year, like every year since 1776, families across the country will show their patriotism with fireworks on the 4th of July. And every year, some people are injured, often children. To make this fourth a safe one for you and your family, please know your firework laws, read the labels carefully, and never give fireworks to newborn children. For more safety tips, visit our website at fireworksafety.com.
0: Yesterday, we came across the story. Uh, it's now it's now gotten the country's attention, at least uh, in news gathering organizations, about how in Cranston, Rhode Island, the public schools have banned gender-specific events including, for example, and most principally, the father-daughter dance. And right. I, got, I got thinking, how can that be? How, how could we find trouble in something so traditional, something so conventional as a as a daughter going to the school gym with her dad to have a night where it's just dad and the daughter? Harmless. Or mom and the son. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, couldn't help myself today. I had to stick my nose into it. <laughs> One of the things Once I wanted. Once again, to, the
1: reporter and you came out.
0: Didn't well, he? I wanted to find out uh, who the mom was who complained, the single mother who complained, and why was she? Uh, why did she complain specifically to the ACLU? Uh, well, we're not, I don't think we'll learn who she. Okay. <clears throat> and I don't know if that would have been useful in helping us to understand the story but there's a larger story here Uh, here is from the uh, uh, WPRO.com I would imagine that's what either that's a radio news site Uh, And this story is dated yesterday Uh, in Cranston a signature school event the father-daughter dance has been banned in all public schools the new superintendent of Cranston schools, Dr. Judith Lunston, see a lot of these supers in the super club, they're doctors. Aha. Uh-huh. Issued a letter in August banning all gender-specific events at the school because of a complaint from the ACLU last May. You're already looking at you're going to be stressed. You haven't heard anything. Yet. Okay. I'm sitting back. This is 2012, and they, public schools, should not be in the business of fostering blatant gender stereotypes. Steve Brown of the Rhode Island ACLU told WPRO Morning News with Tara Granahan and Andrew Gobiel. Let me repeat that. The ACLU guy is saying, this is 2012, and the public schools should not be in the business of fostering blatant gender stereotypes. We'll come back to that. Sean Gately, a Republican candidate for state Senate in District 26 in Cranston, uh, says that once again the ACLU is taking on Cranston, and once again the school committee, of which his opponent, Democrat Frank Lombardi was a member, was asleep at the switch. According to Gately, The school committee did not hold any hearings for comment from the public, but instead just decided behind closed doors that gender-specific events, including the father-daughter dance and the mother-son baseball game, are in violation of the law, the law being Title IX. Lombardi, the Democrat Senate holder, said Gately is just trying to politicize this. He said it wasn't an issue with the school committee. It was something that came from the superintendent's office, and she was following the law. Lombardi said no one met behind closed doors and denies that the school committee had any involvement. In 2012, not every girl necessarily wants to grow up and be Cinderella. Some might actually like to go out on the baseball field and a public school of all places should not be suggesting otherwise, said Brown of the ACLU. I think when schools tell girls you love dances and boys, you love baseball games, I think that is going too far. That is the whole point of having laws and policies to say public schools should not be, the, not be in the business of encouraging such blatant stereotypes about what girls like and what boys like, said Brown of the ACLU. And then uh, Cranston Mayor Alan Fung said he's disappointed. He said, I think it's too limited, too narrow to read of how the Title IX and the state law are meant to be read. It's unbelievable, unimaginable that we are at the center of a controversy all because of the ACLU once again. And by once again, he's referring to the uh, removal of a school prayer in a high school in Cranston where it had been hanging for about, what, 50 years or so. One of my wife's, uh, Gately, Gately, the Republican candidate for the Senate seat, so yeah, I don't, I, I wouldn't, uh, I find it entirely plausible that Gately is trying to turn this into a a political advantage for him, but he's alerted the rest of us to what's really taking place. Gately said a person that wanted to volunteer at the dance told him about the situation. One of my wife's friends whose student is at the school went up to sign up to chaperone the father-daughter dance, and when she went to sign up, she realized there was no father-daughter dance listed, Gately told WPRO's Matt Allen. He said after some investigation, someone showed him the memo from Dr. Lunston that banned all gender-specific events. The letter sent to partner organizations says Title IX as the reason, uh, saying that the gender-specific events isolate students and the school does not offer reasonably comparable activities as provided by Title IX for both genders. At the end of her letter, Dr. Lunston wrote, I acknowledge that many of these events have long traditions, and for many parents, these types of gender-based events are not an issue. However, this is a public school system, and under no circumstances should we be isolating any student from full participation in school activities and events based on gender. Please be all-inclusive when planning your events. Times are changing And we just have to be sensitive to all the issues that are appropriate for children's feelings, said Governor Lincoln Chafee. Uh, He's a word that my superiors don't want me to say. Listen to that quote. Listen to that quote by the governor. Times are changing, and we just have to be sensitive to all the issues that are appropriate for children's feelings, said Governor Lincoln Chafee.
1: Boom, that's... Boom. That's a bullseye. That's
0: a mystery bullseye. Question Tuesday by reporters, Chafee said he has been to a father uh, dance with his daughter, and that meant a lot to both of them, but noted the dance is more for socializing with other dads. So he he is quite literally a not even useful idiot. He is a political coward. Lincoln Chafee, the governor of Rhode Island. He is a political coward because he doesn't understand what's really at issue here. He's a... He, he really is. <laughs> yes. According to Gately, the ACLU confirmed that the school submitted an official response to its complaint in May. Gately said a parent of a student at a Cranston school... Contacted the ACLU to make a complaint about the gender specific events. Lombardi, his Democratic opponent, said that the legal issue is the word comparable. Lombardi said it comes down to what is a comparable event. Well, they thought the mother son baseball game was that, but that too is gender specific, so therefore discriminatory under Title IX. Does anybody, anyone, we're all at the University of Garage Logic now. Do you see where we're headed here? Yeah. Lombardi said that this issue is completely different from the Cranston prayer ban issue. Lombardi, an outspoken advocate for the prayer banner that was ordered removed by a federal judge on the grounds that it ostracized students who were not Christian, said in this case he supports the school's super. That is the safest way to make everything inclusive, said Lombardi. That is the best way to do it, include everyone. I don't even. They're not even making sense at this point. Lombardi said this issue is different from the banner because the banner was a piece of the school history and tradition, These events are not, so apparently he doesn't regard the father-daughter dance as traditional. Fung, the mayor, said he feels like the ACLU is taking advantage of the city's tight finances. It's really disappointing because I feel like we are getting hit in the worst financial times right now. I think the ACLU might be picking on us, but that is really a shame that it's coming to this point. So let me repeat a quote because I think we're going to a very dark place here. Stephen Brown. Of the Rhode Island ACLU told WPRO Radio this is 2012 and public schools should not be in the business of fostering blatant gender stereotypes. Uh, where did I get this one from? The Providence Journal. The Rhode Island affiliate of the American Civil Liberties Union. Uh, said schools officials to ban father-daughter and mother-son dances, saying they perpetuate gender stereotyping and violate federal law. Steve Brown, executive director of the Ro- Rhode Island ACLU, released a statement uh, that said that the school district has finally recognized that in the 21st century, public schools have no business fostering the notion that girls prefer to go to formal dances while boys prefer baseball games. That is stereotyping. Uh, that. Type of stereotyping only perpetuates outdated notions of girl and boy activities and is contrary to the law. All right, what's this one? Where did I get this one from? Uh, NBC News in Providence. Uh, Well, let me just pause right there. Is it being a father a biological fact? Yes, everybody has a father. And if you have a daughter is not is is your daughter not also a biological fact yes it yes she is well if I'm in, if I'm understanding this right the ACLU is saying that in the setting of a public school a father and a daughter engaged in an activity such as a school dance is discriminatory and gender stereotyping. Isn't that then logically the same as saying we decide that fathers and daughters communing together constitute not a biological fact, but a whimsical? gender stereotyping, which we have managed to get the law to find illegal. Wow. Well, where, where, else, where well, else can you take this? <laughs> we are saying the ACLU is successful in saying to the public schools in Cranston and finding another willing, not very useful idiot in the school superintendent to go along with it. They're saying when mothers play the mother-son baseball game, it is stereotypical to suggest that the boys want to play baseball. And when it comes to the father-daughter dance, it is stereotypical to suggest that the daughters want to go to a dance. So I guess what they would find what they would approve of would be a mother daughter baseball game and a father son dance this is the wing of the mystery and and as i say we get we go down the so many side roads of the mystery that we, we lose sight of various inroads the mystery is making while we're talking about something else. This is the aspect of the mystery that intends to eliminate gender. I don't think I'm exaggerating. I don't think I'm engaged in hyperbole. You are being told here that a father and a daughter together at a dance constitutes what the ACLU has successfully argued is a gender stereotyping and therefore discriminatory under Title IX, just as they have successfully found that a mother and son baseball game is stereotyping, therefore gender discrimination under Title IX. I defy anyone to prove me wrong. Are we not attempting here to eliminate gender? And where does it go from here? How, how long is it before the words father and mother cannot be used? And to what end is this being done? You can see why I got, I just couldn't stop reading about this today Uh, Superintendent Judith Lunston told the newspaper uh, what newspaper newspaper in Providence the decision was in response to a complaint from the American Civil Liberties Union on behalf of a single mom who said her daughter was not able to attend the father-daughter dance Uh, here's the quote again this is 2012 and public schools should not be in the business of fostering blatant gender stereotypes. Stephen Brown of the Rhode Island ACLU told WPRO news according to the Providence Journal Lunston said that while federal law banning gender discrimination gives an exemption for such gender specific events like a dance Rhode Island law does not and you know and rather than rather than argue that maybe Rhode Island law should give that exemption this school super who is not to be trusted with the lives of your children just goes along with what the ACLU comes up with In a letter she sent out in August, Lunston says, I acknowledge that many of these events have long traditions, and for many parents these types of gender-specific events are not an issue. However, this is a public school system, and under no circumstances should we be isolating any student from full participation in school activities and events based on gender. Well, I guess then... They, they would approve of a father-son dance and a mother-daughter baseball game being a father is a fact being a daughter is a fact being a mother is a fact being a son is a fact how is it possible let me turn their quote around. How is it possible in the year 2012 that a public school has reached the point where they are telling a father and a daughter you are committing an act of gender specific discrimination by appearing at a dance together? What am I missing something? I don't think I am. This is an attack, this is an, uh, this is an effort to eliminate, this is an effort to create a genderless society. I do, I do not think that's hyperbole. How can you deny the fact of fatherhood and daughterhood to uh, Mr. Smith and his daughter, Rosita? And say, no, 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 no. This is not inclusive. Why is it not inclusive? Why is it not inclusive?
1: It's, it's fact. How can they get over that hump? How can they get over that factual hump? These
0: people have no interest in acknowledging
1: fact. It's These, just what they they want to see what they see, what they think they see.
0: And the ACLU is particularly uh particularly efficient uh in Rhode Island probably because of liberal judges and uh, no money to to attack them. They're successful in ripping down prayer banners that have been up for 50 years, crosses out of fire stations that honor the war dead, and now they're going after uh, a father-daughter dance and a mother-son baseball game and the because, of- because federal law in their estimation uh, uh, suggests that it is discriminatory or stereotypical to suggest that boys want to play baseball and girls want to go to dances never mind that you know how many of the girls going to the dance play for the the some team at the school and how many boys who play baseball with their moms are maybe good dancers? GLRs, thank you so much for tuning into this heavier version of the best of Garage Logic. We uh, we thought it would be necessary to uh, have Joe explain the mystery to some of the new listeners here to the garage logic podcast and uh Reaver's here back at the gl podcast studios thank you so much for sticking with us through the fourth of july break for so many of us and uh please don't be afraid give us a little rating on that itunes account and go online to GarageLogic.com. check out the latest works from holcomb and uh we'll be back
1: i promise stronger than ever more shows this week i will see to it Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time on the Garage Logic Podcast.